Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Yes, hey y'all, welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. I'm your girl, Eva Marcel. I'm here with the beautiful L'Oreal. And um, I was just complimenting this little silky thing she got going on. You keep switching it up, sis. Yeah, you know, it's uh, the summertime is over, and we got to get into the fall look. So that's what I'm doing, you know, getting into my fall look and what I'm going to be looking like for the rest of the winter. So I had to switch it up just a little bit. But, uh, you know, I see you over there glowing as per usual. Why, thank you. The, the poles are in ding, ding, ding on this hairdo. We are loving this. The color, oh, the volume. Nice. This week, um, there's a lot that happened this week. Some people mm. felt inspired to, you know, come about their bags, such as Irv Gotti, talking about how Lord. he was in love with the one and only Ashanti. And he speaks about the moment that uh, she decided to move on away Ooh. from him. Oh. Yeah, it's a story. Also, uh, uh, a story is our girl Doja Cat takes a razor to not the most familiar part of the woman's body part, but uh, yeah, she saves something off, and everybody's wondering if it's a mental break or what's going on. So, we're gonna unpack that. Plus, you know, I'm an applied proud alumni of an HBCU, and it's HBCU season as the kids go back to college. The one and only Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's daughter Zahara is attending the prestigious spell. In college in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, it's going down this week. It's going down. Yes, we love to see it. And what else we love to see is my damn business. Y'all always in it. And that's why we go down and it goes down in my DMs. I know this is your favorite segment right here, Eva. You already know. <laughs> well, guess what? Mine is our final question to undress because this always gets really crazy. This always gets really heated. And this time, this happened. I cannot stand these men telling us women how to be. No Me more either. than you hear us telling men what they need to do. So yeah. What is that? Yeah, mean? girl. I don't I don't even know. It's going down though. So make sure you listen to hear how we undress this mess on the Undressing Podcast, brought to you by none other than Macy's. And speaking of Macy's, I must give a shout out to them because they have been helping me stay sexy. Now, when you're married Ooh. and you have live in um, significant other, then you have to continue to spice things up. So the basics like bras and underwears and socks shouldn't be a treat just for yourself and your price tag. Luckily, Macy's has both your essentials and your wish list items. So you get your basic underwears, but then you can also get your silky pajamas, your luscious robes, your lingerie, which I love to dress up every Friday night. Mm -hmm. You can get it for 25 to 50% off right now during the big lingerie sale. You heard me right. I said 25 to 50% off of all your favorite brands, but only from August the 9th to August the 23rd. So head on over to Macy's.com slash lingerie right now. That's Macy's.com slash lingerie. And you know, get that sexy bag. And listen, you know who had sexy back and then Ooh. lost it or just had Ooh. sexy and lost it? I, I'm i so excited to talk about this today on the Undressing Room Podcast. We're going to talk about Irv Gotti and how he found out Ashanti was dating Nelly. Why would that bother him? Why? Why? That was his artist, right? Because they were actually together. They were sleeping together. They were in a relationship. And who knew? Did you notice? Wasn't Irv married? 
Exactly. We're going to okay. get all into it. So Irv Gotti recently was on Drink Champs with my good boy, Noriega. Now he confirmed that he had been in a rumored, like there was a rumored going around that he was messing with Ashanti, never confirmed it. But now he is saying that at one point he was in fact involved with Ashanti. Now he said he was in love with her and had okay, to find okay. out. That in love or involved? It says involved and in love. Because I see people in your DMs every week and they That's are in right. love, but they are not involved. No, they are. At, they were actually involved. They were having sex. They were together. They were in a situation. And uh, he claims this is not when he was with his wife, even though, come on, uh, how is that possible? Anyway, so what was listen. it before? Because how old was she? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sorry. I, okay. I have so many questions, Gloria. I have and everybody I does. Too. But don't worry, because Irv got the answers. Oh, let's go. I can get past you wanting to be with Nelly. Sounds like you didn't get past that. I'm just being honest. <laughs> listen, listen. At the time right. it happens, any man, yeah, of course, is you is her. Yeah, the chick you are in love with is with this country grandma. You wanna you wanna hear how I found out? Uh -huh. I was at home. Uh huh. And there wasn't no Twitter or Instagram back then. I was at home. Okay. Listen to this shit. This is God wanted me to find out. Was at home. NBA package. I like watching sports. Oh my God, what's this commotion going on in the stadium? Mm. We just found out what the commotion is. Nelly has walked in with the Shanti. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so it seems like Irv Gotti still feels a way oh. about this because he's still talking about it. And like a hundred years later, now Nelly and Ashanti dated on and off for more than a decade and they called it quits in 2014, which means this was back in 2004. Okay, Irv Gotti. And then uh, the clip came out recently with Nelly and Ashanti. They actually reunited on stage, which is funny because- So was this before or after um, uh, he did this interview with Nori that Nelly so and Ashanti- after, after the interview came out with Noriega, <laughs> Ashanti and Nelly reunited on stage. But what was funny, what I was saying, what was funny about that is that versus they actually ran into each other and we talked about it here. And yep. she said basically like he didn't stand a chance. Like, yeah, seeing each other was cool then, but it is what it is. Seems like it's gone a little further. They were in Oakland and Nelly had a performance and he brung Ashanti out. They were very close in each other's face dancing. Yeah. And fans made it a point to mention Irv Gotti in those tweets, of course. Now, Irv and Ashanti haven't even spoken in years. That's well, the crazy it, thing. Well, let me tell you something, Irv. If you continue to go on different podcasts and speak with, uh, you know, an untamed tongue, then you most likely still won't speak to her in years. My question about the timetable is because I love the way classy people clap back. Like, shade is shade is shade, right? But different umbrellas look different. It's right. like the way Beyonce clap back at and was like, don't even trip. I'm not going to say nothing. Just take the whole, just, just throw the whole take it part off of the record off. Yeah. So instead of even responding, it's like, it's cool because we're still doing shows and we're still out here in the streets. We just got a star on the Walk of Fame. Nelly is still Nelly Mo. Don't get it twisted. So mm -hmm. while he did a show, he just brought, like, th that. that is the ultimate shade and stunt. I'm but the crazy thing is Irv loves this and this is the whole reason why he's doing it. They have the Murder Inc. documentary series. It drops this week. It dropped this mm -hmm. week. 
It's like a nine-part documentary. He's going to be telling way more. So we're going to be talking about Irv probably for the next couple of weeks. Now, Ja Rule even tried to tell him, like, yo, why are you even, like, he was talking about J-Lo at one point, And he was like, why are you even bringing this old stuff up? And even Fat Joe, he came out and called Irv Gotti a sucker for doing this. He's like, clearly, you're still hung up on Ashanti. It's been 20 years. But Eva, have you ever found out someone you like moved on and started dating someone else and you were bitter about it? So no for me, because I love hard. And by the time my love is out, there's nothing left. So I'm one of those people that I don't have bad blood with people that I've dated before. Now, be clear, we are not friends. We do not converse. We don't hang out. That's not my mm -hmm. good buddy. I'm not wishing you happy birthday. None of that. But I don't have bad blood. And if I've ever loved you and wanted the best for you, even when we were together, I still want that when we're not together. So I'm no hater. Go off and do you. I hope you find somebody that's amazing. Because nine times out of ten, you were a great guy, too. You just wasn't my guy. Right. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I had a situation where I was pretty, like, annoyed about um him so basically i was in a relationship and he uh -huh. lied for a lot of years about dealing with his baby mother like he oh. acted like he wasn't dealing with her of course and then when it came down to it he i found out he was really lying the whole entire time and then he ended up being with her because i i broke up with him and mm -hmm. he ended up going to be with her obviously because where else were you gonna go so i'm not gonna say that i was bitter about the situation but i was a little hurt because i'm like damn this person really lied to me in my face for years the baby mother was around me like everything so like you just kind of look at it like okay so so no he didn't just lie everybody was lying yeah everybody lied that's whack so exactly but she was that weak to just be willing to sit there and do that which is crazy and he's trash too for having to lie about it it's like if you that player tell the truth you know what i yeah. mean so whatever well, I mean, anyway he, i mean he was kind of player like the fact that the baby mama was over there kicking it with the new girlfriend and nah, like he was player for on on that side but on this side you had to lie so that's not player like no. You she acting like they co-parenting and you you really the side chick. How you go from being a baby mama to the I side was gonna chick? say that's a, like a super duper demotion. It's like from being head cashier to the uh person that had to do the carts. Cause I used to work at the grocery store. So I know it's levels in hierarchy. You can't go from the girlfriend, baby mama down to the side piece. And I'm not saying around each other like we would hang out, but I seen her here and there and it was a never a, Naturally. like you knew he had a girlfriend basically. That's all I'm saying. And so. you knew he had kids. So he obviously I knew he was going to have a baby mama. That doesn't mama. mean he had to been sleeping with the baby mom. No, like true. I got a That's bunch true. of friends with kids that don't deal with their baby mom no more. And mm -hmm. uh, especially when he's telling me that and she's sitting there acting like you're, you know that, not acting like, but you know he has a girlfriend, your kid around. So... That's weird. You're okay with a, a polyamorous relationship. Clearly, I'm not. Sis. Don't drag anybody into your crap. And the thing is, it's, it's to each its own. But being transparent and letting me know where we at and what you're trying to do, uh, that definitely helps the situation. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Speaking of transparency, Doja Cat has very transparent eyebrows Lord. right now. <laughs> like you can see straight through them because it's her face. No, listen. So Doja Cat shaves off her hair and her eyebrows, Child. sparking a whole mental health debate. 
it went viral last week. She shocked fans by shaving off all the hair that we can see on her body, her eyebrows and her head. And people are wondering, should we be concerned about her mental health? So over the weekend, she hopped on IG Live to address those who are concerned. And this is what she wants y'all to know. That's what I'm saying. I'm rich. I'm fine. Like everybody, just the whole, the whole like, are you okay, queen? Makes me want to rip my, I guess the hair that I have left out. And that would be my pubics. I just want to rip my pubic hair out. I absolutely hate it. That should have been the first thing that she waxed off. Why did she decide to start with eyebrows? Well, okay. So let me just say, I feel like a lot of stuff gets taken out of context. That was just a small snippet. She says that she just did not want to have hair anymore. I would be working out and I couldn't focus because I'd be more concerned about how I looked or how my hair was doing and how to keep um, how to keep it adhered to my scalp. In other words, a wig or a weave or whatever else she was putting in her hair. I just can't believe that it took me this long to be like, shave your effing head. She wants to make it clear that she does not want anyone to be concerned. Now, I wore my hair for short for the better part of 15 years. Yeah, but like, it looked nice. Like, this is just... But her hair does not not look nice. I have always charged women as they mature in life somewhere around 20 five to 30 something everyone should cut their hair every woman should because your beauty is not defined in your hair but the way society is set up is that you can't even see beauty in yourself without your hair looking a certain way and her being an artist imagine how many times she has to change her hair and flip it around and this and that that's why i got locks because i don't want to do anything to my hair so i totally one million percent feel uh doja cat but can i just add one more thing to it Boy. It's the mole that was on her eyebrow that she drew into a heart for me. Just showing self-love all the way around to all those young girls and all those women that have. My mom has a birthmark on her lip that have birthmarks or moles on their face that might not be the typical standard of beauty and showing how you can make it beautiful. I'm here for it. Now, I know you're going to get me everything otherwise. Go ahead, Loria. What you First think? First of all, your eyebrows don't get in the way of going to the gym, girl. You did that and was going <laughs> far beyond. <What? laughs> You mean to tell me you had to pull your eyebrows out the way to do crunches? Nah. Talk about her hair, hair. Well, what did you get rid of the eyebrows for? For the eyebrows look crazy. She looked like a thumb. And like for real, I'm not. <laughs> she looks crazy. And like like the opposable, like the disposable, the opposable yes. though. Yeah, like I'm not, if you want to shave your I cut my hair when I was young. I just found a picture. I had to because my hair fell out from being colored and permed and all that. And I was missing Paget's child. But I had to start over and I actually wanted to get dressed. So that's why I started over so I could cut the perm out of my hair. My mother had dressed, my sister had dressed, my niece had dressed. So I wanted dressed too. And um, I decided to put a perm instead and my hair fell out. <laughs> so I ended up. <laughs> with a whole fade but you know if you want to cut your hair that way that's fine but i better not see no wig for the next never because you she, say but see no she said no. she never liked hair so don't try to put a wig now no no, no. Don't let's like hair. start Keep with energy. let's can we liberate our sisters with our hair you can do whatever you want to on any given day the beauty of a black woman is the fact that when i come to work tomorrow you don't know what kind of hair i'm gonna have because it might be long it might be short if you notice the first thing i always notice on you and you are beautiful your freckles are the prettiest thing on you but it's always your hair because there's something about our crown and it's our prerogative to switch it up and if Thank right you, now Eva, for the kind words but doja no and nope. i get it 
But what I'm I saying is- I got another is, one for you. But she says, I never liked hair, but she has more wigs than anybody I ever seen in my because entire life. Because she's a performer. You know who else just did- I'm not mad at her for that. But then don't this? talk about shave your hair off because hair, Willow. I don't like it. Willow Smith just did the same thing. She put up a post on Instagram last week saying how she needed to get back to her. She was allowing materialistic things in the world to cloud her spiritual growth and what she really needs to be doing for herself. And one of the quickest ways to do it and easiest ways is self-identity is when you look in that mirror and cutting that hair off, it changes things. That's cool, but leave your eyebrows. Like, I can't detect <laughs> when your face is supposed to be in the middle. Like, it's something about the eyebrows that makes your face like but they used this to... energy. No, it looks okay, stupid. First of all, I don't like we it. could Stop have it. a whole story on cut eyebrows. Cut your mustache first. You want to cut your eyebrows, eyebrows and lashes, okay? Because between these caterpillars and snuffleupagus these women are putting on their eyebrows, I mean, his eyelashes and these big thumb erasers for eyebrows. I'm over it. Yeah, so don't put a thumb eraser for an eyebrow. Just look like a thumb and cut your eyebrows off. Like, I'm no, I can't do do whatever you want to do, sis. Your music is popping. You look beautiful. I live for the way you put that heart on that mold. Do you know how many young girls are going to be walking around here putting stars and hearts and little shapes in their little, oh my God. See, I'm here for that. That was cute. It's the the no eyebrows. You couldn't tell tell if she took it, hadn't have eyebrows on. No, I, that's a damn mess. I like listen. I really eyebrows are extremely important to me. The threading lady messed up one of my eyebrows about two months ago, and I'm still looking a killer. So See, you one of those weird people that have naturally really good eyebrows. I don't know. Like I didn't like I had to work for these. I had to work for these, Eva. Well, I, I've been. I'm almost forty years in, and I still ain't got there. So listen, I had them thin ones like the Mexicans in LA, and you couldn't even see. You mean like Doja Cat just drew on? I hate those. <laughs> I hate those. I rather a, a headband around my eyebrows. <laughs> okay, so do you think it was her trying to get attention from like IG and try, or do you think that? You know, this did you the watch the videos? Controver- I did the controversy around black women's hair because we give black women so much flack when it comes to our crown and our glory. Thank God the Crown <laughs> Act had just gotten passed in another state, 17 states now here in the union now recognize the Crown Act, allowing our hair to come as it grows out of our head. I'm not going to lie. I hate this because I really, really like Doja Cat, but I don't discriminate on whoever I got to say whatever about whether I like them or not. She looks crazy. And I, I think, think well, so I'm, done. I'm not done watching the video. If was a drug test was involved, <laughs> I don't think she would pass it. That's what all I'm going to say. I had to think very carefully at how I was going to say that. But I like, that. if a drug test uh, from that Instagram live, the music she was listening to, the way she was moving and laughing, I'm going to have to say, if we put a drug test in front of her, she would have failed. That's I don't agree. Saying. I think I think That's if she would have had a um an alcohol test, maybe. I think both substance tests fail. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been Real a drill, could have been bad allergies, Real it could have been a host of things. Mm-mm. Today's episode was brought to you by the all electric Cadillac Lyric. Now, over the past 120 years, Cadillac has put innovation first, and they are not stopping now. Now, did you know General Motors has made a commitment to add up to 40,000 charging stations across the nation? Well, that makes it so much easier to charge no matter where you're headed. That's right. Installations are planned over the next few years. Finally, luxury and EV will become the new standard of the world. Embrace the bold, all-electric future. Be iconic. 
You know what, Loria? I have been thinking about getting an electric car. And the all-electric Cadillac Lyric is the first in their lineup of all-electric Cadillac vehicles. It's powered by the Ultium battery platform, and you can charge it with your at-home outlets as well. And you know, Eva, I've been on the same wave as you. I've been looking into it, and guess what? To top it off, it's a sleek SUV. I love that large screen on my dash so I can have easy access to my music and when I need to follow directions. You can find a 33-inch diagonal advanced LED display as well as an AKG Studio 19-speaker sound system. It's crazy. Crazy. So Mm. the 2023 Lyric orders are completely full. So go ahead and pre-order your 2024 Lyric today. That's at Cadillac.com slash Audacity. Actual production model lyric will vary. See dealer or Cadillac.com for availability details. AKG is a trademark of AKG Acoustics GmbH registered in the United States and or other countries. Let's talk about how Atlanta hosted the one and the only daughter of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, Zahara, as college season is among us. Now, college season is back in session and students all over the country are moving into their dorm rooms this weekend, this last weekend, and they're getting ready for the school year. You know, the pandemic has been crazy, but things are getting back on track. Kids are in school, back to school shopping is here, and the internet was buzzing last week because Angelina Jolie and her daughter Zahara Jolie Pitt were at Morehouse Spelman Alumni Annual Los Angeles send-off for the incoming freshman class. So they call it Spellhouse now. It's Morehouse and Spellman, part oh, of the like AUC. Yeah. I went to Clark Atlanta University. Find one to make one. Home of Spike Lee, <laughs> W.E.B. Du Bois, you already know. Hey. So it was super cool because Zahara captioned on her post with a picture, and she says, with my Spellman sisters, congratulations to all the new students starting this year, a very special place, and an honor to have my family members as a new Spellman girl. And she is one of the adopted daughters, one of the first adopted children, I believe, of Brad Pitt and Angelina. And um, she's a beautiful black girl, and mm-hmm. she is going to fit in so well. She's going to fare so well there. now. Brad and Angelina seem to have done a pretty good job at being open about their children, exploring their cultures and not trying to over-Americanize and Anglo these Anglo children. Mm -hmm. So this will be an additional win for them over at Spelman College in the AU, just bringing attention for such a global superstar to have their daughter at a school as prestigious and as elite and as black at Spelman College. Yeah. So what do you what do you think about this? You know, I went to uh, Clark. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But what do you think about this being a black woman and seeing someone so mainstream and their their daughter choosing that school? I'm going to say that this is a big win for HBCUs. You know, we've been in a situation right now where a lot of the schools or all of the schools have improper funding. People are donating money, but they're not even getting it. You know, uh, they're saying that they're going to give these grants to these colleges to be able to push through. And it's like we still never get enough to match up to those Ivy League schools, even though these are our version of Ivy League schools. So um, I understand that they are white. You know that Brad and Angelina are white, but they did adopt a black woman 
and them encouraging her, even if this was her idea or theirs, uh, but they're them backing her into going to an HBCU is amazing. And it does bring a lot of light on Spelman and HBCUs. And maybe this will be encouragement for more people to go. And that's what the main goal is. You know, um, Master P encouraged his son, we talked to him on this show as well, to go to an HBCU. And he ended up having to leave that school because they didn't have the proper funding to bring him through as a pro athlete that he needed. You know, the other schools did. Yeah. And I think it's you have things, people like Deion Sanders that, you know, he could be anywhere coaching ball, but he decided to take his time and energy to HBC. His money too, because he donates majority of his salary in order to, for the team to do what it does, but that's not fair. You know, that there's so many schools out there that have extra money and beyond money. And it's like, come on, we know that these HBCUs are important and we need to make them vitally important. I wish I went Prioritize to Prioritize them. Yeah. So speaking of uh, uh, Clark Atlanta University and why this young lady going to Spelman is so important and shining light on these schools, CAU just became, CAU is Clark Atlanta University, just became mm-hmm. the first HBCU to get a $10 million data grant for the science program. So Clark Atlanta University is making history by being awarded this $10 million grant for basically research in the sciences. And it will be established the program under the National Data Science Alliance or the NDSA, which is at all your predominantly white colleges and universities. And now CAU is amongst one of the only black colleges to have this program, but they are just the start. And so her going to a school like this is how you get funding is how you get eyeballs. National attention. Exactly. So, you know, shout out to um, Brad Pitt and Angelina, that co-parenting situation. They don't figure that out because they don't send baby down here to to Atlanta, baby. They still beefing real bad over a lot of things. Oh, real, real, real bad. They just take, they taking each other to court. But as far as when it comes to the children, I think that's one thing that they can agree on. And shout out to Angelina for actually going down there, hanging out with everybody. And doing get, the electric slide, girl. Doing that. She wasn't hiding from the camera. She wasn't acting funny. And I, I can guarantee that Brad will be doing a similar thing. And don't be surprised they got another child. Don't be surprised if he end up in Morehouse. Listen, um, Denzel, DJ was down there the whole time, and most people didn't even know that that was Denzel's son until it was football season because then he came to uh, the games. But there are oh, a lot. Oh, with David, right? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He was down at Morehouse and kicking it like a regular student. So these young men and young women are paving their own way at the colleges and universities that were made for us to excel. So I'm, I'm proud. I'm yeah, proud. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Very proud mama. I love it. Well, you know, uh, you're listening to the Unjust and Run podcast presented by Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at macy's.com slash the Unjust and Run. And we're going to get into some DMs, Eva. And Ooh. I don't... You know what happened the other day? I shouted out somebody that reached out to me and I was like, you know, a lot of y'all got phones in jail because they seem to be DMing me. Yes. Yes, you did say that. Right. So now it seems as though I got three, two more messages from the feds. I don't know what's you so they must have oh, listened. They must have okay, been listening. This is so my favorite segment. Oh my God. I'm gonna cut a half of another segment so we can make this one longer. Please. This is hilarious. Do, do so tell. Just, 
Just on Saturday, somebody reached out. Aside from your beauty and sexiness, keep doing your thing on the morning hustle. I'm in the feds and I listen to you every day of the week. Can't wait one day to meet you in real life. Another inmate reached out <laughs> and said, what's up, L'Oreal? Well, actually, this one got out. He said, I just touched down. I want to say thank you to not only you, but you, Headcrack. And now I hear I got to listen to you and Eva. Oh, so he hipped already. He said, yeah, Welcome out, bro, bro. Exactly. He said, you got me through a lot of hard times. I knew you was bad. I could just tell by your voice. LOL. Keep doing your thing. I'm a call in. I'm a write in. I'm a DM and uh, have your eyes open. I'm the next big one to blow up big facts. That's right. Big, yo, y'all really was getting them phones in jail though. So, like, where do y'all hold but, them? But no, seriously though, <laughs> you'd be surprised how much of an inspiration, you know what I'm saying? And Lo, you just be being you. You're not even over here trying to do like Maya Angelou quotes to try to be a <laughs> poet laureate. You just you, but it's so inspiring. Yo, that's super dope. Do we got any more people from jail? We don't have any more people from jail, but we have some people that need to be in jail. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who we locking up? <laughs> okay, so this person says, hello, miss. I want you to be my date for festival. I wanted to know if you're a fan of Tony, Tony, Tony. It's the anniversary, August 10th. Happy anniversary, baby. Does Tell he say that in the song? <laughs> Tell him it never rains in Southern California. Oh, my what? God. He hold, what, Did he what? mix up songs and I have to go to carnival, too? <laughs> <laughs> You got an itinerary with him, girl. You need to pack what? a bag. Tony, a Tony, Tony. So, and Tony, 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 they said August 10th. This is what I'm thinking is happening because, you know, sometimes Andre Harrell, rest in peace, is, was a great friend of mine. He used to text how he talked. And I used to always explain to him, no one understands what you're saying, sir. Like, yeah. like it's not the same. So what, I, what I'm interpreting is, do you like Tony, Tony, Tony? I want to take you to the show. The show was on August the 10th. And then what else happened in, in it? Oh, so it'll be, it's our anniversary. It, so you, August yeah. 10th would be our anniversary. Yeah. I was so lost. I'm, I'm telling so you. So the that's show how I is on the, the 10th. What festival is on the 10th? I'm not, I mean, you want to hit her back and ask? The Chris, <laughs> if it's the Chris Brown little baby show, it might be our anniversary. <laughs> Listen, girl, you know, you got access to all of that stuff. I want another prison story. Okay, can we, oh, can Lord. I solicit anyone that is doing hard time? You know, my husband is a criminal defense attorney, so a lot of wrongfully accused and innocent people in jail. And if you just need help, get in by and you listening to the Undressing Room podcast, slide into L'Oreal's DM, please, because we want to talk to you. If y'all in jail listening to podcasts, y'all kill me. Because <laughs> I can't wait till the first jail podcast come out. It's going to be, we live here from Cell Block 8. We got me, my man, Jimmy back there. First <laughs> he of all, CB4. CB4, <laughs> straight out of gusto. Listen, okay, this this is the most exciting episode thus far. Now, we're piling up. Make sure y'all send y'all donations in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. Anyway, if y'all want to DM me, hit me up at Star and L'Oreal. I'll definitely read y'all DMs because they're getting a bit ridiculous right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not mad at them. You know, to each its own. It's okay. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's just what it is. Now, what it really is, is this final question to undress. And we do encourage that you send us final questions, but I mean, now, <laughs> I don't even understand the question. Okay. Can you be feminine if the man isn't comforting check out this audio from a podcaster his name is king dre let's talk about it 
when a feminine woman is in discomfort for too long, she's going to naturally become masculine. This is the body's survival mechanism. If you're a man, you, your environment needs to be comfortable because femininity cannot thrive in discomfort. Masculinity can. Femininity can thrive like that. A woman who's anxious too long or uncomfortable too long, her body's going to make her more masculine so she can survive and defend herself. So if you're in a situation where you've seen your feminine woman turn masculine, she's not comfortable, bro. You have to have the skills to comfort and be comforting. I'm not going to lie, Eva. Usually I'm totally against it and I see your face, but I can see a little bit of a point there. I'm not saying he's 100% right, but thinking about myself and my past relationships and how I felt like I had to do certain stuff, my whole attitude and my actions did change. Like that lovey-dovey soft person went away because I did have to look at it like not like I'm working together with somebody, but like I got to fend for myself and this low-key might be my enemy because he ain't helping me. You know, we not a right. team no more. We not working together. So I, I do. Yeah, I get defensive and my guard goes up and I get a little tougher. You know it's real when I start writing notes, girl. Okay. Okay, well, let me write mine too because I don't want to forget nothing. <laughs> let me keep up. You know, we the two, we going to argue this one out. When it comes to being feminine, I think that is just a, a trait that you learn as a lady. It's just like being a man. You can still be gay. You can still be all these other things and still be a man. To be feminine and to be ladylike is something that you have consistently. Now, the need to pull up and to be independent in which men find more of a masculine trait in a woman because you, sir, are doing your part. It's not me being masculine. It is me pulling up and doing all the things that need to be done because I do them with a manicure with great baby here with a proper pedicure and everything else as feminine as they come from the lace panties that I got from Macy's to the little negligee I wear at night though I am extremely independent and so He's you're using the wrong words though. exactly yeah, that's my problem because it's not feminine me it's not it, being feminine yeah He's like, he makes a lot of sense, but the two words that he's using what to he, compare it is wrong. What he needs to say is that when you find your submissive woman. Submissive is, is what he's sub, looking for. Th that is the word, submissive Ignorant woman. Ignorant might be the word we're looking for for him, not knowing <laughs> the proper word. Exactly. So if submissive. you find your submissive woman turn guarded and is no longer as submissive as she used to be, you might want to start taking self-inventory and wonder right. what you are doing to make her feel as if she needs to make sure she's straight because you're not making sure she's straight. But it has nothing to do with her feminine homeboy. He, I think at he's all. attaching feminine to submissive because when he thinks of submissive, he must think of a woman being submissive to a man. He don't think of like a man being submissive to a woman. So that's why I think he's putting feminine. Well, that's his I first think, problem because a man yeah. is supposed to be, I'm sorry, as submissive to a woman. And that's a whole nother court package he can to undress. Be. He can be, but that's only like in a, in the right situation because you can't end up being a punk in the situation, you know, and you don't never want that. True. People take advantage of things like that. But it's that a sometimes. balance, low. Like, OK, so I that's finished it. the morning show like you did this morning. Right. We work in the same station. I'm all the way downtown, but I live on the north side of town. I had to come mm -hmm. home and do my podcast. So my husband, who I buy the groceries, I cook the food, but he made sure I had breakfast sitting on the table because he knows I've been up since four o'clock this morning. Right. He was being submissive in that moment where I'll be submissive in other places like. 
like you just got to pull up where you're supposed to pull up as a partner. Yeah. And I, I cannot stand these men telling us women how to be no Me more either. than you hear us telling men what they need to do. Like, and it's not, yeah, it's not feminine to be taken care of. That's not what that means. I think he needed to figure out the, the meaning of the word. But when, like, when you originally said it, I was like, what the hell is he talking about? But then when he broke it down, I understood what he was trying to say. And I think that's why I like Because you're articulated, you know how to listen. Yeah. But this man is no motivational speaker, sir. You are no Stan. Uh, what is that? What's that man's last name? Because you know he's a motivational speaker. Oprah, uh, Oprah. Edmund Winfrey. <laughs> Stephen <laughs> has wrote a few books and he's a motivational speaker I understand what the man is saying but he does not need to um, do that and, and send well, that to this people. is the problem with everybody being able to go to the store and buy a microphone is because we start to look at these people and put them on platforms and think they actually know what they're talking about this man doesn't have an, a, probably even a degree or any knowledge to talk about this he's just ranting like an Instagram live and, and he people, sounds like a nice man and like he has respect for women but i think it's a I very like slip a I slippery like slope when yeah. you pontificate and you use that microphone you wouldn't buy from the store to tell a woman who she's supposed to be because there are un- impressionable young women that are looking for directions to figure out who to be and here's the thing like here's something you black men Cause I seen judge Mathis the other day and he said some pretty powerful things about things that happened during a protest. And I always find myself arguing with a black man about Trump or something like that. And I'm sick of it. And I think instead of these men coming to tell women what they need to be, why don't you talk to your own brothers and tell them what's missing and why women are not willing to be submissive because of how they're carrying their self. I just sat here and told you a story about a man. I felt like he had to trick me into a relationship with him. I'm tell signed him. off. You finish the podcast. I'm no, signed I'm off for the saying, day. Talk to him. Don't tell me that my femininity is the problem when you have somebody lying in somebody's face just so that they could be with them. Talk to your brothers and tell them to be honest, not only with themselves, but with others. And then maybe we wouldn't have this these issues and they, y'all didn't have to keep blaming everything on us. Because, because when you point me. one finger, Eva, at one back. person, you pointed three back at yourself, idiot. So, uh, wh- wh- oh, sorry, and if you double jointed it like me, then you got another one because you got then all you got another coming one back. coming back, pointing yeah. like with the thumb. I'm just and saying, I don't want to point no elbows, but that's, that's why it's a sisterhood and a brotherhood. We're supposed to lift each other up. It's your job to help me where I'm slacking, and my job to help you where you slacking, and the men's job for each other. And then we come together, and that's how we have a community. That was my final question to undress. Now, as you see, they find themselves very controversial. And no, we do not choose them ourselves. You actually choose them. So all you have to do is go over and follow us at theundressingroompod.com. Be sure to DM us. Throw your question in there. Break it all the way on down for us if it's audio or whatever. And um, that's your chance to be featured. That's right. You're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. Log on to theundressingroompod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page. And we will see you all next week. Ta-ta for now. Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cole Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. 
Sales and Corporate Partnership, Josh Romani, Michelle Marino, and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital Marketing, Sam Styers, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Digital Creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.